The Daily Witness is not just a podcast, but originally started as a gospel newspaper. Trevor Van Vieren Ministries distributes this newspaper free of charge, paid for by partners and friends. If you have not received a copy of this newspaper in your mailbox, feel free to download a copy from our website, www.thedailywitness.co.za. And now, enjoy today's podcast. And welcome back to the Daily Witness Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew van Vieren, and I'm joined with Trevor and Megan van Vieren, and we start in a brand new series called How Does Faith Come? Now, this entire series comes from the revelation that the Lord gave us last year that faith comes by the preached word, and the Lord has been sharing more insight and more revelation into the importance of hearing the preached word all the time on whatever you trust in God for. So we give you this series, How Does Faith Come? This is part one. You're going to be blessed by it. Get all four parts of the series and feed on it and feed on it and feed on it because this is going to benefit you and your family. And once you know it on the inside of you, you can develop faith for anything you want. Praise God. Without further ado, this is part one. So recently the Lord's been speaking to me a lot about hearing the preached word. And uh, this all started... Last year, when you were running cell at Lawn Park, I think it was in September, uh, when the Lord gave you that amazing revelation that faith comes by the preached word. Yes. So he's been speaking to me like a lot about it because, you know, people can let revelation slip. Yes. And that's, that's a problem that, yeah. you know, and even if a person's been born again for years, a person could be practicing faith for years, there's some things that they let slip. And... This was one of those things for me. Okay. So the Lord's been telling me to go back to that. And the Lord's been giving me like a lot of scriptures on it. And before he started speaking to me about it, you know, I was leaning more and more toward speaking the word. And uh, I wanted to become very fluent in that, Mm. you know, speaking the word all the time. Because that in itself, like a person has to practice that. Yes. It's something that a person. It's like learning a new language. Yeah, it's something that a person doesn't just get into. You know, like the flesh has a lot of things on its mind. Uh, the flesh wants to do a lot of things. There's a lot of things on your plate. And now you've got to train yourself to speak the word only, like that centurion told Jesus in Matthew 8 8. Speak the word only, and my servant will be healed. Yes. So I was going in that direction. And I like uh, just speaking to the Lord like a a lot. And my desire is to develop in these things. So when we preach it to other people, we have gotten certain things down and we can share that experiences with people that they themselves, they don't have to spend years studying these things out. Yes, they can place of understanding. Yeah, they can get everything on a silver platter. And, you know, we always share a lot of scriptures, whatever we're talking on. And they can take that, study it out, and run with it. And this will save them literally years of their lives, you know. So, yeah, the Lord has been giving me like a lot of scriptures. I let that slip. And I just want to share some things with you. You know, the slogan of our ministry is, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And there's so much revelation in that. I believe when a person's quick to say, yes, I know that, then they don't know it. They might have general knowledge on it, Mm -hmm. but it's not living and abiding on the inside of them. It's something that they're not 
like living their day-to-day lives with, you know? Yeah. So, um... I also find that when people say, I know that, they cut themselves off yes. from learning more about that. Yeah. It's really a form of pride. Yeah. Yes. Because no one can know it all. No. Exactly. We are in a place of growing. Gradually, we're going mm-hmm. to another level, Yes. And you might have a degree of knowledge yes. and maybe even a little snippet, mm-hmm. if you will, of understanding. But that doesn't mean you know the whole thing. You'll no. never exhaust it. No. So, there, so there's level two. Yeah. You know, and then when you're there, God can increase you a little bit more. So you can never say, no, I know all that. And, you know, um, years ago, the Lord gave me this dream and you guys will remember it. Um, I was in this like massive shopping center mm-hmm. and that actually represented the kingdom of God. And in the shopping center, everything was very, very white, very clean. Yes. You know? Pure. Uh, yes. Yeah. Very pure. And I remember the shelves like stocked with whatever it was, you know, and I remember looking um, at this one wall and the wall was broken. There was a mm-hmm. big hole in the wall and outside it was raining. It was dark and that represented the wall. Yes, and it was muddy outside. Um, there was a lot of people outside. They didn't step over into the kingdom yet. And I remember uh, I was speaking to mom, and I said, "I will show you how to get to a higher level in the kingdom." And I remember giving her a ladder, and she took this ladder, and she went to um, a deeper part in the shopping center. You know, and I showed her how to do that. There was a lot of people on level one that I tried to, you know, uh, get them to go to a deeper level in the kingdom. Yeah. But they were just happy to be saved. They were walking around happy. Are we not seeing that now? Yes. Yes, Yes, we are. Wow. Yeah. So, like, what level was I on again? I remember you actually went to another level. I remember that. I think that was the third level. I was bumping right up next to the throne of God, sitting on his lap. And because we're married, I automatically go there. <laughs> that's good. So we've come across like a lot of people that's got like real situations in their lives. Mm. And they need God to help them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's no two people with the same situation. Other people have like very serious situations. Mm-hmm. Other people have like light situations and that. And they come to you for counseling. They've come to Megan for counseling. They've come mm-hmm. to me. And uh, they want like instant results. Yeah. And they don't know in their spirit that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Uh, would you like to just share about Romans 10? Well, let me read it. I got the scripture open already. Because I remember last year when you actually did this episode, you went into like great detail. So that was me just finishing off my coffee. Because those of you who are listening, we have entered winter (laughs) and it's cold. And that coffee was so good. (laughs) So I'm reading from Romans chapter 10 verse 17. And I'm reading from the King James Version. So then, faith cometh. Faith cometh. By hearing. And hearing. By the word of God. Now, it's interesting to note that in this verse of scripture where it says the word of God 
It's translated God, but the original Greek, Andrew, actually says the word of Christ. Nice. So the anointed word. So that changes everything. Yeah. Now we know in the Gospel of John where the disciples first heard about Jesus. They said, come and see who we found. Mm. We found him, the Messiah, or which is interpreted the Christ. Yes. And then it says in brackets, which means the anointed one. So they, they gave us the, the Hebrew and the Greek and the English all in one verse. Mm. So that's what it means, anointed. Now, for those who don't even know what anointed means, it means to be completely immersed in God. Mm. It means to be saturated in God. It means God poured on you. In other words, none of me and all of him. Yes. There's there's nothing left of me. It's just, it's all him. That's what it means. So when you read this correctly, and we're giving interpretation, we're giving a biblical interpretation out of this. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of Christ. Mm. It just simply means this. Over here in this, if you look in the previous uh, verse, uh, actually verse 15, not the previous verse, but verse 15, it says, How shall they preach except they be sent? Mm. Now that's key. That's very, very important. And I like what Keith Moore said, and I've never forgotten it because I can't improve on it. Mm. But he said, Some were sent. And some just went. Mm. Yes. And so someone might say, so what's the difference? They, in the book of, I think it's John. Well, it's in one of the Gospels. It says, there was a man sent from God whose name was John. Talking about John the Baptist. So right off the bat, we know that John was called. Yes. He was sent from God. So we now know, without having ever met John, Mm. we don't need to be there. We know if we read his messages in the Bible, we know those messages were anointed. Absolutely. We know the power of God was on him. Uh. The scriptures tells us about Jesus again. It's a, he says, he sent me. The father sent me, he says. Again, he did not go in his own strength. No, so not at all. That is so important. Mm. If you are sent by God, you have the anointing on you. If you just went, you have no anointing on you mm. at all. There's no power there. So how does that affect us? What does that mean when it comes to Romans ten seventeen? Well, let's read the, the rest of verse 15. How shall they preach except they be sent? So now we know they need to be sent from God. As it is written, 
How beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace. So they're preaching the gospel. And bring glad tidings of good things. So it's right off the top there as well. Mm. You'll know that they bring glad tidings of good things. That's yes, yes. preaching the kingdom of God. Not wicked things and evil things and condemnation. Yep. Those are them that just went. Yes. 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. So now we go back to verse 17. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But you can actually say the preached word yes. of God. Because these guys, they were sent from God and they were preaching the gospel. Because if you look here, the word of God, that is the rhema word actually mm. in the Greek. So... He preached a rhema word under the anointing. Yes. He has the ability, or it's not so much him, it's God on him, mm. has the ability to convince you Yes. in his preaching. He's there to convince you. Mm. And that's why the Lord said to me one day when uh, I was you know, doing my regular studies and so forth, he said, the word, the written word that you have in your hand, it's not there for you to try and pin me in a corner mm. and say, look, you said this, you promised this, you promised this. So now you're obligated by these promises. Mm. We have that idea because we are surrounded by Christians who think like that. And I've heard someone pray that. Yes. Quoting scriptures almost like he's trying to trap God in a corner so that God can't escape. and to Hold him responsible. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. You got me. You know. It's like uh, God put a contract together. Yes. But he actually forgot what he put in that contract. Yes. And then the other person saying, hey, remember this? Yes. Yeah. You know? I don't need and, and, to remind him of nothing. <laughs> it's ignorance. Yeah. It's self-righteousness. You don't need to do that. And the Lord said to me, I have given you my written word. To help convince you mm. of what I've already done for you. Mm. And that's what the preacher actually does. That's why he brings glad tidings of good things. Now, we got that interpretation. So that's important. Mm. There was a lot that is said then. I uh, would highly recommend the hearer take down notes to really break that down. So they can understand. Um, you've got to be sent. Mm. If you're not sent, forget it. There's no anointing. God's not going to bless your disobedience. Yeah. Because the people who aren't called to ministry, they are anointed, but not for ministry. That's right. So they are anointed to be, for example, school teachers. Yes. Um, drivers. Um, Nurses. Yes. And uh, more importantly, Andrew... They're not anointed to fill the office of yes. a fivefold ministry. Yes. And we're talking And for that's those, okay. Yeah. Uh, and, and we're talking now for those who don't know fivefold ministry, we're talking about the apostle, the mm. prophet, the evangelist, the pastor, and the teacher. Mm. And again, we can go right now to Ephesians chapter four, and let's go there. Uh, 
this is really for study. And when you when you really study this out, you can see how important this is. Verse 11, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11. You there? Yes. And he, talking about Jesus, gave some apostles, some prophets, and some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. Jesus gave these fivefold yep. ministries. Why, why did he give it? Well, he's the head of the church. Mm. He is our high priest. Mm. He is referred to as the Lamb of God that was slain before the foundation of the world. He is referred to as the firstborn of many brethren. Mm. He is referred to as the captain of our salvation, the author and the finisher of our faith, and so on and so forth. Alpha and Omega. So it was him that has appointed the fivefold ministry. Why? For the perfecting of the saints. That's the church. So we have Jesus as the head of the church, and it actually tells us that he's the head of the church. Mm -hmm. Then right beneath, right beneath him is the fivefold ministry, mm -hmm. and right beneath the fivefold ministry is the church. Yeah. Those who are not called to fill the office of the fivefold ministry. Mm -hmm. That is so important. Now, if Jesus gave these gifts to the church, the fivefold ministry is a gift to the church. If he gave them, he's got to anoint them yes. because he is Jesus Christ. Yeah. Or as the Jews know him, the Mashiach. Mm. What does that mean? The anointed one. So the anointings on him... To be an apostle will flow on those who he's called to be an apostle. The, the anointing on him as a prophet will flow out of him onto those who he sent to mm. be a prophet. Mm. The anointing on him to be an evangelist flows out onto those he sent mm. to be evangelist and so forth, pastor and teacher. Why? For the perfecting of the saints. So that tells us right there, the saints need to be perfected yep. or matured. The saints, watch this, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ or the body of his anointing. Hmm. The body, the church needs to be edified. That's just an old English word for built up. Hmm. We need to be built up. Up, we need to be perfected. Mm. So that's why it is so crucial to understand who you're listening to. Yes. Because if you know that they are sent, you know you're going to be perfected mm. when they preach because they come. Remember, Jesus said, If you don't receive me, you don't receive him that sent yes. me. It's the same thing today. I can say, if you don't receive me, you don't receive Jesus who yep. sent me. It's mm. the same thing. It hasn't changed. It's just the order has moved down the ranks now. Mm. So that is important. We are anointed to perfect the body. We are anointed to edify mm. the body. And that's why we are anointed when we preach 
we help under under the guide of the Holy Spirit. We can supernaturally impart confidence mm. into someone, into a specific area on what we are preaching. Mm. Now, let's go to Mark chapter 4. And this is, this came from a time of me praying in the Spirit, praying in the Spirit, praying in the Spirit, and digging it out, you know, digging it out, digging it out, digging it out. And we will start in verse 13. I like to start in verse 13. And he says to them, Know he not this parable? He just, he gave them a parable and they asked him, what does this parable mean? Mm. So he said to them, know he not this parable? And how then will you know all parables? The sower soweth the word. And these are they by the wayside where the word is sown. But when they have heard, Satan cometh immediately and taketh away the word that was sown in their hearts. So, for years, the way we have been taught, we thought we need to sow the word yeah. so that we can hear the word. And that is where we missed it. Mm. And I think we need to close on this and just expound it in the next episode. Mm. I agree. Anyway, guys, I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. And as we always say, remember, faith comes by hearing. So So keep keep on on hearing. Hey, everyone. If you enjoyed today's podcast, feel free to let us know by contacting us via our Telegram channel, Trevor Van Vieren Ministries, or send us a message on our Facebook account. And if you liked what our ministry is doing, Why not partner up with us and sow into God's vision, which is to bring a printed copy of our newspaper to every house in our city. All funds are used to increase the print run and reach more houses with the good news of Jesus Christ. You can sow via our website at www.thedailywitness.co.za. There you will find a tab called Sow Into a Vision. If you are inside of South Africa, you can use the option of SnapScan. You can download this app free of charge from Play Store or iTunes. If you are outside of South Africa, you can use our option of Give and Gain. We thank you for your faith and generous support. Remember, we love you and Jesus loves you.